everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Money. Of course, I'm excited because it's another year of growth interview, which is about the standard around here now with Jean Andrus. So welcome, Jean. Hi, Cassie. As you remember, Jean is the menopause guru. We have worked together for about two and a half years, almost two and a half years at this point, um, a little less, I would say. But um, <laughs> yeah, because I think we started working together in February. It's May 23rd as we record this yeah. interview. Yeah. Um, but so we're going to catch up with Jean today, see what's awesome. So let's start there because that's where I always start. Tell me something awesome. Uh, let's see. Awesome. Awesome is really starting to walk in and step in and own who I am and what I do. So in the last few weeks when I've gone to networking events or other kinds of places where I am with women who might need what I have to offer, it hasn't been a, can I sell you some? It's been, this is, this is who I am. And if they want more, they'll ask. And having people walk into that space and say, you know, I do need to talk to you has been really, really made a difference in the way I feel and take hold of my business. Uh, I love that. And so say a little bit more about how it used to be. So it used to be an elevator speech and working with a lot of business coaches, they're going to come out and tell you to, you have to have your elevator pitch and your, uh, I do, I do this to help this. And this is how, this is what I do, you know, so I can give you my elevator speech, but it, it, it sounds rehearsed. It sounds inauthentic. And so What's different is now I simply own that I am the menopause guru. I don't have to think anymore about whether XYZ person knows a whole lot more than I do or whether the doctors have something that I don't have. Of course they do. They can write, they can write prescriptions for drugs and I can't. But I have what I know many, many, many women need, which is the way through menopause. It doesn't require drugs. It doesn't require, it just requires being a person who's getting through menopause and there are ways to do that. So mm -hmm. having that knowledge that that's who I am, that I have that special thing that other people don't has been really, really helpful in letting me relax into saying, I'm the menopause guru. I help women who are, who are dealing and struggling with menopause. How easy and simple is that? It's so simple. And did you have a magic formula that you used to put that together? No, I, and it won't come out that way every time either. Yeah, and what, like, why is that and what makes that important and how is that about being the menopause guru instead of, sorry, instead of filling out a formula, which I know you've done a million times. <laughs> exactly. And I think the thing about the formula is it's, it's so marketing that we all try and put this together and 
it's real and it's true, but it isn't truth. Is that, does that make any sense? It's not authentic. It's not, it's like, I have to sell you something in seven seconds. Yes. Right. I have to get it in there. So, you know, yeah. everything that I do in seven seconds or less. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so for me, that just always was a struggle to be authentic. There's some things that I, that I do and say, and I say them in the same way over and over. Uh, but there's other things that I, that I say, and when I really want to connect with you, I don't want, I don't want to be a formula. Mm -hmm. I want to be a person. Yeah. I want to be a person who's got a skill set that can help people. But first of all, I want to know you as a person. I love that. And how does that, um, because we worked on this and this is a process of trusting. It's a process of connecting to your emotions. It's not like one day I said, oh, don't use a formula. Go be a person, right? <laughs> I don't know that you've ever said that. Right, I've never I said it. I don't think you've ever said, stop, throw that formula out. I think it's just evolved through this that we... Um, that I just feel like I need to say things uniquely to each person because they're a unique person in front of me. Mm. And where do you get that information from? Because it doesn't come again. I'm probably going to use the word formula too much this time, but like it doesn't come from, Oh, I don't know. So-and-so just, just use the formula. Like how do you know what you need to say to them? Listen, connect. Yeah. Uh, listen with the, with my heart. Yeah. Listen with, with my intuition mm -hmm. because it's, it's interesting because the, the conference I was at this weekend was all about using emotion and storytelling to, to connect with people. And what happens I think to us so much is that we, we go and talk to these people who are go, um, experts and marketing experts and business coaching experts and all of this. And they say, this is what works. And it may even be what worked for them. Let's, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not even gonna, gonna say that a hundred percent because I bet you they struggled and had, but still connected with clients before they found the, elevator speech or the nine letter email, uh, nine word email or the long form sales letter <laughs> right. and whatever it is that they use mm -hmm. and are teaching. I'm sure they had clients and did and, and got through to people without that. I think that we along the way get so wrapped up in what works that we forget that the person across from us is a human, a human mm -hmm. being and has their own unique set of issues and problems and has a unique solution. And I, I honestly think it came out of making the decision that right now I don't work in groups that mm -hmm. I work with individuals. Mm -hmm. Interesting that we, that that got brought up, right? Because, um, 
there was a point and this was a it just it was uh one of those i think it was a distraction i have a list we never got to in a different e- in a different interview a while back i had i want to talk about all of the distractions that you didn't take but you wanted to take and so i have this list and one of them is the distraction was and i think this was about december it's like i have to figure out how to get this into a group program i have to figure that out right yes and so talk a little bit about and and then all of a sudden one day it was like and I said, okay, we can talk about that. And I kind of put it on the back burner. And one day you said, I don't think this is a group program. I don't know if it ever will be a group program, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was working with a, a few women in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was working with them individually. And I, I knew that because, and I was still thinking, let's see how to make this into a group. Let's see if I, if I can put a formula another formula, a formula together that works from front to back with this. And I got started working with a woman from California who was dealing with really, really heavy periods and anemia. And she had gone to her doctor and her doctor wanted to do a hysterectomy immediately. And she came to me almost in tears because she said, I don't want that. I don't want somebody cutting on me. I don't, it's too soon to think about that. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is this was so different from the, the next person I talked to on the phone who was dealing with mood swings from the next person I talked to on the phone whose primary goal was weight loss. And, and each one had so much different and so many things going on with them that I realized I really did need to address each one separately and that that's what felt good. Mm -hmm. And that too many times women in, in the situation of going through perimenopause and menopause are told, Oh, you have to fit my description of what that person is. And here are your hormones. (laughs) Here Mm -hmm. are your drugs. And yeah. that's what winds up happening is we, we wind up feeling unheard, uncared about. And that's exactly what we've been going through for 30 or more years as women, where we've had to fit our gynecological history into the, the formula, our, our having children, our raising children. And right now we really need to be treated as individuals. So I realized, I know that doesn't why the distraction, but um, that's why the, the unique program, why my program is designed to work with one woman at a time, listen to her issues, find the solutions that work for her. We all have different lives. Yeah. Well, I think it was, it was a distraction because it was, it was a way to keep you from moving forward. And now we can see it was definitely a way to keep you from moving forward, right? Had right. you, had I let you go continue to, and I say let you, cause it did take some, you know, convincing. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't need to put energy right then, but right. But if right. that's the path you had gone down, now we can clearly see that that was a distraction because this isn't a group program. So if right. I did create a group program, it would have <laughs> failed. It would have failed miserably. Yeah, it, it may have, it may not have failed from the standpoint of bringing in customers or right. clients, but it would have failed them. It would have 
failed to meet the, their needs and to move them forward in their lives. So all it would have done was make up, make people more upset, more unsure of how to deal with menopause mm -hmm. and brought in a short amount of money for a short amount of time for me. And I would have, it could have crushed everything I've done. Right. Because that short amount of money for that short amount of time, when, when you don't get, if you don't get the results that you both you want and your clients want, there's no legs, there's no referral opportunities. There's no, like, it just doesn't, and it doesn't feel good. I don't think to be a coach where things aren't, you aren't getting the results that you want. You aren't helping your clients get the results that you want. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So to have gotten those women who I was working with back then to, to get the glowing referrals that I did from, from them, the glowing testimonials and saying, wow, somebody heard me, somebody explained it to me, somebody helped me with my particular issue. They didn't have an agenda. They didn't come in with an agenda of what was going to work for me. They came in with the, the idea that what their unique situation was was what we were going to work on. Mm -hmm. And now I feel so much more confident in telling people that I know how to get the results that they need, whether it's a symptom that I've worked with 15 or 20 times before, or a symptom that is just pretty much out of the blue and amazing and unique to this particular or set of symptoms that's mm -hmm. unique to this individual. And we have, and I have to go do some digging to find out just what I need to do to help her thrive. Yeah. And that confidence, like what does that, what has that confidence that you can help no matter what done to your, like, what's the impact of your business? It's made it so much easier to talk to people. I don't get nervous knowing that somebody is going to come in with a problem that I haven't dealt with before mm -hmm. and that I that I'm going to ask them to give me money and then not be able to deliver. So each time I talk to somebody, each time I work with somebody, it's on the phone or on zoom, whatever in that situation, I know that I can put together exactly what they need. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's an occasional person who comes in, usually somebody who comes in with a chronic illness and menopause, where mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm, the, I'm exactly the right person for them. But for the most part, it feels like I know where and how to get the information, and I also know how to deliver it to them so that it changes who they are. I love that. And I love that you know what's the clear no now, right? That confidence is also doesn't leave you grasping, ooh, I really want to help this person. Like, you know who to say no to, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of times the, the people I say no to are the people that I feel like aren't going to make any changes in their lives. They want, they want somebody to, to come in and fix it. Mm -hmm. They want deus ex machina, which is my <laughs> old favorite theater term, God on a machine, yeah. uh, coming in down to, to fix things for them. And I know that that is exactly what doesn't work, that there is work that you have to do. 
And if somebody's not willing to do it, I don't want to, I, I don't want to be in the position of saying, here, here's what you have to do. And five weeks later, they say, oh, that didn't work. And I exactly what you said to me. <laughs> <laughs> so how much of it did you really do? <laughs> I'm embarrassed about that. <laughs> that's all right. Ah, I think that's part of the learning process, right? Yeah. And it's important to understand that's part of what our mind does. Like it's part of, um, because if we don't, and, and I love that you're willing to share that because somebody else is going through that. And I've heard, I heard from more than one person when they heard that particular interview that they realized they weren't doing the work either. They, yeah. they were convincing themselves that, oh yeah, I'm doing it. And then when they had to actually evaluate, like, am I really doing it? They were like, <laughs> oh no, not totally doing it, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's because it's whatever it is, whether it is the fear of the other side, the fear of the unknown, like sometimes that's just the way our brain works. And we just, exactly. as humans, we just have to become more aware. Like that's the, the tool that we have is to step back and say, okay, well, how much of this am I doing? What am I, you know, how am I supporting myself here? What am I doing? That kind of thing, mm -hmm. which I love that we, and it doesn't matter either because we got here right? Yeah. <laughs> Where business is, um, I can't remember how you put it before we got on the call, but it's all happening, right? I mean, let's exactly. talk about that. Like what in the last week, how many potential people do you have? Uh, okay. We got to, we got to preface this with the fact that on Friday about, well, Friday, Fridays, I usually is usually my day off. So yes. Friday morning, I kind of, I, I did a little bit of Facebooking with a couple people and then I actually went to this conference that I was at all weekend. Mm -hmm. So I finally got home at about three on Sunday mm -hmm. and had not seen my husband all weekend. So we hung out in the pool and chatted and went out to dinner. And Monday morning I got up and I did a couple of little things and I don't know, something happened Monday afternoon. So I was was not really altogether working. And then Tuesday, yesterday, um, I had something happen that was pretty traumatic and just took me out of my business all day. So we are talking about, I haven't worked since Thursday, really. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, so, we, we haven't really worked since Thursday. I, I love it. Really okay. Worked. So in, since Thursday, I've, I've basically set up four appointments for strategy sessions without working. Hmm. How does oh, that feel? That feels so awesome. I, and to know that I could have probably pulled together three or four more had I actually been engaging with a couple of people that I need to still need to engage to. Right. But just to know that now my business has a momentum of its own. So without even working, I'm talking with four people one-on-one -on -one about what they need to do to to get rid of a, some really obnoxious symptoms that they don't really want to have anymore. Right. So exciting. And that is all for your business plan and what you want to make this year. Like that's all you have to do really. Exactly. Right. So you can, I mean, how does it feel to now know? Because six months ago, this wasn't where you were. A year ago, this definitely wasn't where you were. Right. How does it well, feel? I need to get any strategy sessions. Yes. And, and how people who came through were not 
were, were the people who were either ready, not ready to invest in themselves or not able to invest in themselves. Right. And you have four potential strategy sessions that you could make solid offers to and probably if they're a fit, right? It always mm -hmm. comes back to that once you actually have the conversation, but that you could make offers to in our are the people who would invest in themselves. Yes. So that is changed, not just the number of strategy sessions, but who's showing up and mm -hmm. how hard you work to get them. I didn't work at all to get these. <laughs> <laughs> and a year ago, how hard were you working? I was working a lot. I was working, I was probably, and, and I will tell you that I wasn't working efficiently and I wasn't working in the right places, but, I was, my husband usually Hours. leaves the house at eight in the uh -huh. morning and returns home at about between 6.30 and seven every night. That's his hours. And for the most part, I was doing what I considered work uh -huh. for 11 to 12 hours a day. Hmm. 11 to 12 hours. I'm just making this clear for our listeners. 11 to 12 <laughs> hours. And I get this because I've been there where I was like, I got to work harder. I got, if I want to make it happen, right? Uh, 11 to 12 hours, some strategy sessions, but not quality and going to turn into clients. This An week. Occasional client here and there. Yeah. Occasional client, right? And now um, your business has momentum, not really working. You have four definitely potential clients, strategy sessions that all have the potential. They may not all turn into clients, but they have right. that higher caliber of potential. Yes. How does it feel to be that person? <laughs> oh my goodness. It feels amazing to be that person. And that is, that is who my future self is. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't think we've said this, but two weekends ago, I reconnected with my future self in a very yes. powerful way in your, uh, million dollar uh scripture millionaire money story scripture millionaire money story weekend where i got to step into and be her all weekend long and that's how she honestly that's how she works she uh -huh. um she went to scotland and she probably came back to uh three or four really top-notch clients having walked into her life while she was kayaking and drinking scotch in Scotland with her definitely, friends. <laughs> right? Yes, definitely. Um, and so how did that connection to your future self take you and your business, do you think, to another level? Well, you know that I do that at least once a year and, and probably should do it twice a year. Um, just the future self workshop, the future self workshop, uh -huh. because what happens, I think is that the future, your vision of your future self doesn't grow that much between workshops mm -hmm. and she's ready for that growth spurt mm -hmm. to happen. That difference between that six months or eight months or 12 months difference between who she was a year before and now who she is. And we, you work tell us to work five years in the future. And even there, she's got the, the year difference just looks back and, and has had so much change. And when she looks back at, at herself five years ago, which is 
oh gosh, (laughs) (laughs) right? The the math in this gets crazy, but yes, the person I was a year ago has grown so much towards that person I scripted about last year. And she's so many of those things now that she needs a new benchmark or a new goal. I I hate using the word goal for that because new vision of who she gets to be in the future after even having gone through what she was going through four four years from now (laughs) and another year on top of that. So I think that connection just gets stronger and it and you realize how much she is growing right along with you and how much closer you've gotten to the person you scripted last year. Yes. I love that. Yes. And you don't work. (laughs) They don't work in this future self. It's very, I know. Um, you, and you, cause you had said at the end of our last interview, you said, you know, I'm so much the person a year ago that I wanted to be five years from now. Mm-hmm. And it's true. When we script five years in the future, often that happens in a year. It's, it's very common that it happens in a year. And it is that you need, you know, the closer you get to her, the more you can see, you know, it's just like climbing higher on the mountain and you can see more. And then when you climb higher, you can see even more when you're looking out. And um, yeah, every time you check in with her, you can see how much she's grown and what else is possible, right? Exactly. And I think a year ago, um, the person, the, the person I had become in the last year doesn't mean that I reached all the goals that my five-year self will, will have reached, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was the, the fact that I became this new person. Yes. So it's not the physical things necessarily, although some of those have happened. It was the, the being of the person that I am now is just, especially in the last maybe four months, I've really grown into the person who trusts all of this is happening and who relaxes into it and who doesn't feel like uh, I need to beat on people to, to make them into my customers because, or my clients, because the people who need to be with working with me are going to find me Mm -hmm. whether it's through my Facebook posts or my books or uh, a referral from someone they know or what, however they show up in my life. I know that they're there because we are meant to work together Mm -hmm. and I don't have to convince anybody. Yes. And I want to talk about that because as this momentum has shifted and your business has taken on this momentum, you have seen people come in from places they have never come in before, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Referrals from other coaches, referrals from previous clients. Uh, Books, your books? Books, my books. um, I had some before, but now that that's coming up, now I'm working talking with men about how their wives, what their wives need and helping them figure out how to have the talk with them that they need to Mm -hmm. about helping her move forward. And while I wrote that book originally for women to give to men to help them understand, men are finding it and coming to me and saying, how can you help my wife? 
or how yes. can I help my wife? And so I've got a I'm I've got the opportunity to help them understand even in a more deep way that this is something that they can they can do. Mm-hmm. And I love this particular example because you released that book what six eight months ago. Yeah. No one came from it. No one right came now. from it. And, I, and I honestly, that wasn't why I wrote the book. So it was probably, you know, the energy wasn't there that said, oh, let this one drive some business in. It, it wasn't there because it, that wasn't well, what I did for. Yeah. But I also think that's a reflection of who you were. You were like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to get business. So I'm uh-huh. not going to ask for business. Right. But when you started to shift everything, it doesn't, the things that we've already created shift, like then that opens the door, right? Because you're ready. And this, um, someone coming from that book and saying, I want to have a conversation with my wife, opened up a whole conversation with us about something that we can create in your business to support that because you're open and ready for that. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Just all kinds of new ways. Yeah. People are just coming in. Everything from in-person networking to Facebook, running Facebook ads has Mm -hmm. changed in the last three to four months. Mm -hmm. And it's not the thing I want to emphasize from our listeners, because you and I both know it. You're not doing different things. You are being someone different. Yes. Right? And showing up different and presenting your work different and just being an overall different person who Mm-hmm. Hasn't worked a whole lot in the last week for whatever, for all the reasons, right? <laughs> for all the reasons that, and you know, we all create this business, these these businesses for ourselves, so that we can be the person that. Oh, excuse me, that was my dryer going off. <laughs> Life. Uh, but we all create these businesses because we want the lifestyle that goes with a successful business. Mm-hmm ability to be in different places and talk with people over the over the wonders of the internet and we want to be able to help the right person even though we might live in a little town that might not have the number of people that you need to reach in order to help the people you need to help so it's it's wonderful to see that happening as I'm just still learning how to, how to make this really, really be that person. Yeah. And I, you know, I, the words are not always easy, but it is, it's all about being the person who knows that thing that they do well and is totally confident that the the people who need to hear that message will walk into your room and or Facebook page or whatever. Wherever, right? Yeah. Wherever. I yeah. love it. So I want to touch real quick. I want to read the distraction list because I think this is important. <laughs> and we're almost six months away from it, right? Mm-hmm. Where it was like, we had this and we had this. And I do think the distraction was trying to keep you from getting here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to read them. Like it was this, it was a retreat which came up over and over again. I still um, want to do that. Which you still want to do, right? But you're also okay that it's not right now, right? Yep. 
it's still happening. I didn't say you want to do it. It's happening. But it was the thing you were like, I have to figure it out. I have to start marketing it. I have to start figuring all these things out. It was the energy of trying to make it happen. That was the distraction, right? Yes. Um, uh, needing to take your books over, rewriting your books, um, creating at one point you wanted to create this big symptom page that you could help coaches know what you do, which I find interesting because you just said, and it was to get more referrals, right? But what right. you just said is as you became the person, coaches started sending you referrals, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even need to spoon feed them what you do, right? Right. And you changed and you became that person. It became obvious what you did. Um, which in, in some ways it should have always been obvious, but when we're not being the person, even if our, your name is the menopause guru, but you're not owning it, it doesn't occur to people to send you referrals. Right. Um, creating something else. I have this to support people who weren't your clients, writing a novel, writing other books and rewriting your current books. Right. Mm -hmm. All of those were things that you felt like you had to do. And now, and, and you felt like you had to do them because you thought they were going to bring you business. You thought they were the answers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Looking back now, what are your, what are your thoughts on that list? Uh, there's still some really good stuff on that list. Mm -hmm. um, just some things that, uh, especially some of the things like rewriting the, the first book so that it's more helpful to the woman who's trying to get through perimenopause. But really the most important thing for me to do at that time was to become this person that, that can serve those people, feels comfortable serving those people, doesn't hesitate to say, I can help you with that. And, and not only say that, but to know it's true, to stop. Mm -hmm. Um, we all talk about the imposter syndrome and, and most of us have it at one point or another where we we know a bunch of stuff, mm -hmm. but we're not a hundred percent sure that we can change somebody's life with that. And I don't think I have that much of it anymore. I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't feel like there's really any of it left, right? How does that feel? That feels pretty amazing um, mm -hmm. to, to give that up, mm -hmm. to give up the story that uh, I know all this stuff, but I, I really don't know that it's all that useful mm -hmm. and to know that if a woman is in her 40s or 50s and isn't feeling right or her emotions or her mind it doesn't matter whether it's any of that stuff it is likely to be involved with this change that she's going through and i know how to help her deal with it no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. That's way different. And I think the other thing, the list of distractions, as I'm hearing you talk, it was a way to try and feel like you knew what you were doing, right? To be good enough to do all those things that you don't need anymore because you know you are the best at what you do. Can you hear that? Yep. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's my dog. It's all right. Having an asthma attack, I think. <laughs> life with pets it's fun it's good yeah. um they are an important part of your life if you have them yes so cool so i love this tell us what you're looking forward to in the next um 
in between now and when we talk next. Okay, so what am I looking forward to in the next month? I am looking forward to um, connecting with another 15 to 20 amazing women who need to at least get a sense of what it is that they need to do on their journey. Um, I am looking forward to Okay, I'm, I'm going to use the word figuring out or the phrase. Thank you for joining figuring us out. on the More Money Show. To learn more about enrolling <laughs> oh, in the Enchanted Circle, go to <laughs> We will work on that tomorrow. We will work on that tomorrow in our coaching session. <laughs> well, that's just, you know, it's, it's a logistics issue. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to planning my next vacation in Mexico. Love it. Because that has to get done in the next month. So see, this is like, I, I know that I have... I have, I have a few emails to write. I probably have to change a few things for the European stuff because I do get a number of women from the UK, uh, all the European privacy stuff. I need to change a couple of pages, but mostly I am looking forward to working with four new women as I finish up working with my current clients and add four to five new women to my roles and helping them see the possibilities of menopause. I love it. So good. Remind everyone where they can connect with you. They can connect with me at Jean. I know. J-E-A-N-N-E at menopause.guru. You can go to the website. There's a contact page or you can find me as the menopause guru on Facebook. And you can get my books off Amazon.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, John, for joining us today. I look forward to our next interview. Thank and you so much for having me, Cassie. Of course. And thank you to everyone who's listening. Make sure to catch John's next interview as well as the next interview in the Year of Growth series. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, Go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest $10,000.